small steps. He was born July 30, 1976 in Castlegar, BC without a left fibula. So at three months, his left leg was amputated above the knee. At nine months, he was fitted with his first prosthetic leg. He grew up in rural Saskatchewan and played all the sports available, participating in and excelling in hockey, tennis, and baseball, and graduated from Ross Stern Junior College. He was so committed and performed at the highest levels that he was the first amputee ever drafted into the Canadian junior hockey system. He didn't sit around waiting for life to happen for him. Instead, he made life happen in him. And it was these small steps of action that led him to setting and holding several athletic world records. But it was the small steps made on his own that led to him being the best of the best of the best at the Paralympic Games. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life podcast, where we inspire participation, communicate precision, and empower performers to podium. And we hope you will tell your friends, relatives, and co-workers to go to their favorite podcast provider or junglejimhunter.com or YouTube and subscribe, download, listen to the podcast, tell us if you like it, rate and review us and become an 831-er, someone who lives their best life because we inspired you to do so and you've helped someone else live their best life. Well, it's one day to the 16th Paralympic Games and I hope you will watch and support these athletes as much as you did the Olympic athletes. During the 32nd Olympic Games, I hoped you watched the games to learn how you can become the best of the best of the best. The Tokyo Games were exciting to say the least, but very emotional and there was so much opportunity to learn from these great athletes. I want you to really take the time and watch the 16th Paralympic Games from Tokyo. These athletes have stories that will bring you to tears and they are so inspiring and great for you to watch. Watching them will make a difference in people's lives. Well, he was 20 years of age and sitting with one of his best friends watching the 20th Paralympic Games in 1996 in Atlanta. They watched the heats of the 100-meter sprints in his category, T42, when the last man crossed the finish line and the times came up. His best friend jumped up and said, I think you could run that fast. At first, Earl wondered and then said, Let's find out. They watched till the program was over, but Earl couldn't get it out of his mind. I have been an athlete all my life. I love athletics. I love being challenged. And I think I could run that fast. Earl and his best friend jumped off the couch and headed to the garage. Rummaging through his dad's garage, they found the longest tape measure, that was metric, of course, grabbed a bunch of pop bottles to mark out the 100 meters, and then realized they needed a stopwatch. Earl looked for and retrieved his dad's stopwatch, and they headed to the nearest field. His best friend stood at the finish, and Earl went to the start. As soon as he moved, the watch would start, and it would stop when he crossed the finish line. In his street clothes and running shoes, he was as fast as the guys that he had just watched on TV. Two weeks later, he competed in his first event, a 60-meter race in Hamilton. He won the race, setting a world record. The goal became the 11th Paralympic Games in Sydney, Australia, four years away. Earl won gold in the 100-meter and silver in the 200-meter when he made a misstep on the corner, costing him those precious tenths of a second. What may have happened had the games not been televised? Had Earl and his supportive friend not been watching 
What could have happened? Maybe Earl would have never discovered how fast he was. That's the value of watching the games. Shortly after he returned, he was having medical problems and discovered he was diagnosed with a testicular cancer scare and had to be treated. Eventually, it was determined that surgery was the solution and the treatments followed. He failed to fill out the necessary medical exemption form and as a result, he was given a two-year suspension for performance-enhancing drugs. He missed the opportunity to go to the 12th Paralympic Games in Athens and once cleared, set his sights on the 13th Paralympic Games in Beijing. His parents had been his influencers and they supported and prepared him for Beijing. Earl was cleared in drug testing and won gold in the 100 meters in Beijing with a time of 12.32 seconds. Earl Connor, two-time Paralympic champion, two-time world champion, record holder, all because he was watching that day. Earl is inspiring, to say the least. It's amazing how fast he can run and what he has accomplished. What could you do if you just started doing what you are inspired to do? It takes the average person 2,000 steps to walk a mile. It starts with one step followed by the next step. Then it's just taking each step one after another until you arrive at your destination 5,280 feet away. Where is your dream? It's right in your imagination. It's just one step you can take today and start moving toward it. And soon you will find you arrive at your destination. Becoming the best of the best of the best is just making one step after the other until you arrive. What will you be inspired to do watching the Paralympic Games? I don't know, but I hope you will watch and be inspired to get involved in helping sport or coaching or supporting sport or helping our present-day athletes get ready to represent them at the Paralympic Games. Thank you for listening. I hope you will have grown and will be living your best life the next time we meet. My quote for the day, The secret to success is not hidden, but revealed by small steps taken today.